Hey, we're about to get started. If you have some headphones, put them on. Union Square, New York City. The NQR platform, to be exact. Coursing beneath the streets like veins, the NYC subway system is the city's lifeblood. Armed with headphones, most New Yorkers try to tune out the subway sounds. Rightly so, as the screeching can be pretty annoying at times. However, it's also a place where you can hear incredibly beautiful sounds, such as the words of poets and the songs of musicians. When I first came here years ago, I would ride the subway for hours at a time with no destination in mind. I was simply amazed at the sonic landscape produced by these trains, tunnels, and people. According to the MTA, over 4.3 million people ride the subway system each day, which means nearly 1 billion people go through its turnstiles per year. It's hard to imagine this many people using the trains each day. That is until there is a delay and commuters begin to pack the station platforms. We've all heard and likely employed a few of these excuses. Hey Matt, it's Mark. Um, just wanted to let you know I'm running a few minutes late. Um, trains are just a bit messed up. Tell someone you had train troubles and you're likely to be forgiven. At least the first time. The second time? Leave your apartment earlier. A good friend of mine always seems to be having train troubles. Today, we're joining him along for a ride. Welcome to Audio from Space. Well, no, not that space. The space I'm talking about is a space like this. Or a space like this. Or even a space like this. All right, all right. I know you get the idea. So let me introduce myself. I'm Matt McCorkle. Join me and my friends as we explore sound and music from all different types of spaces. Today we're going underground into that complex maze of subterranean tunnels, otherwise known as the New York City subway system. The NYC subway system is a unique place, offering its riders many different emotions on a daily basis. We're going to collect sounds to build a beat, then we'll head into my studio with a great friend and solo ripping guitarist, Mark Sidney Johnson. Mark is excellent at telling stories through his wide range of guitar tones. Together, we'll create a soundscape that tells the story of what it's like to traverse these subterranean tunnels. We'll start by taking a listen to a typical NYC subway station. Yeah, it's usually something like that. Let's take a listen inside a subway car. Awesome. As you heard, the train station and the train car are two different experiences. Here are the sounds we are going to use for our beat. Subway door opening alert. Subway door opening. Subway door closing. Subway door trying to close. Metro card swipe. A station's gate turnstile in motion. We'll use these two train station announcements. You'll hear many different ambiences throughout this piece. However, the next two train ambiences will be implemented within our beat. A spaz train. 
and a more chilled out train. Great. We have some good material to work with. Some of these sounds are pretty gritty, but I love them. Now let's meet up with Mark and hop on the subway.
That was an intense ride. All right, let's go talk to Mark. Six line is cursed. <laughs> it's cursed. It's nothing to do with is, me. It, is it usually the six line that, that kills it, you? It, it, it was, yeah, back when I used to live off of it. Because that was when I used to come over to your studio in Williamsburg and I'd be coming down from the Upper East Side. The six train is a, a fickle beast. But the period of time that we're talking about when I used to make that excuse a lot was about three years ago. So, like, well, get coming on to three years ago. So... And that was at CDZA and, and during all of the crazy shoots that we had for that. 2012, yeah. 2012. Back then, I really didn't have an excuse for being late to the studio because we were talking about me coming to Times Square from the Upper East Side and I used to still somehow be late. It should have been like a half hour journey and I'd still turn up like, you know, a little bit tardy. You know what, though? It's totally fine because that's just what it is. The city is, it is a it is, beast. Yeah, it's a, it's a big old monster, a culture monster. I need to know who you are. My name is Mark Sidney Johnson, and I am a British musician, guitarist, wine drinker, cheese maker, life liver, troubadour, sort of, yeah, all-round enigma. (laughs) 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 My name is Mark Sidney Johnson, and I'm a British guitarist and singer-songwriter living in New York. When did you start playing music and what instrument did you start on? I started on piano when I was four um, and was taking lessons and playing that till I was about 12. So for, for basically eight years. Um, but I switched to guitar. I think I got a guitar when I was about either 11 or 12, somewhere around there. And hence why I stopped doing the piano stuff because I wasn't really into it because the piano is very heavily, you know, when you learn it it's usually starting classical, which it wasn't my thing. Like, and, you know, I wasn't really open to it either at that age. So as soon as I got the guitar, I could play the things that I heard and it kind of came a lot more natural. So that was that was kind of where I started playing guitar and that was that was it really from there. Did you listen to a lot of rock then as opposed to classical? Or? Almost entirely, yeah. It was actually after, probably about two years into, into playing guitar, I think somewhere around the age of 14, really going like at that point kind of making that like, little jump like where I went from being kind of okay and being able to play some stuff to really trying like trying to get good at it like I'd spend a lot of time practicing and it was all I cared about and at that point I guess I kind of cottoned on like from like a teacher as well I had I think like one of them was like you're gonna have to listen to a load of stuff you should listen to as much music as possible even stuff you don't like the stuff you can learn from it so I tried to go back and listen to a load of the, the more classical sort of era stuff and just not even classical just stuff that was pre- rock like orchestral jazz all that stuff like anything um and i did what was it like growing up in london and playing in its music scene it was cool i mean i don't have a lot of experience like it sounds weird but i'm way more experienced of playing over here in the music scene because first of all i grew up basically in greater london which is like for that it basically is the suburbs i guess it is still london but like as a kid you know i also left to go to come over to america when i was like just turned 18 so basically like you know all my life until that point i've gone gone in here and there but i only played in central london once or twice where I was from, though, which is Harrow, which is like northwest London, which um, actually had a really good band scene at the time for, for like, like a young band scene, like our age. Um, you know, between sort of 14 year olds and early 20s people, you know, there was like kind of a lot of young bands. Um, and it, it was actually, yeah, it was definitely like a scene. What was the biggest, if any, differences to the music scene in London compared to Boston, New York, and other cities that you've played in in America? So here's my thing on the band scene stuff. First of all, when I was in London, I was younger. So it was kind of a young band scene, which means that I was playing in a local band scene in in the London suburbs with a bunch of young bands. It was quite like a scene because there's only one or two places you could go. We all were really into music, so we'd all go out very often. We'd see each other's bands. It was kind of little rivalries and stuff, you know, just city stuff. 
stuff, but it was it felt very close knit though. Getting to Boston was just different because all of a sudden all these people are there from different places and so many musicians and so many musicians who were the best where they came from and now they come there. And to be fair, you're kind of not that special anymore. Uh, but it was it's a really small music scene, Boston. So to like throw three thousand musicians at it is kind of not gonna it's gonna create like sort of like a weird dynamic. So that wasn't the most awesome band scene ever new york there's great stuff going on but it's so huge and same vibe as well as boston actually in some respects so many bands musicians people come here who have already done something back home or established something or coming here because they're ready to make that next leap the problem with that is that you come here so hungry that you are willing to be part of a scene but you want to like lead it in some respect like there's a lot of intensity here because you, you just to keep your head above water sometimes you got you got to be you know you got to be on the finger on the pulse getting the head you know sort of basically you got to do well pretty quickly yeah. successful so like people kind of are more hungry for that than for like letting a scene breathe and really listening but i understand that basically there is some great stuff going on in new york definitely could you give me uh, a little advice to those starting fresh in a new music scene to just find a good balance between what it is you want to do and what you do to sustain yourself so basically you know obviously at first when you're starting out you're doing gigs some gigs which are for your heart kind of for, you know for your dream and the others which are for the bank account you know um, and then obviously the dream is that one day they're one and the same you know and you can do what you love and make money what is one of your biggest inspirations for creating music it could be a person an idea uh, an event yeah anytime that something terrible happens i feel like that's usually whenever anyone has a breakup or anything like that i think that's usually a pretty good or whenever you're feeling pretty rubbish personally i think that's when some of the anyone's best music comes out but also just like in general like i mean we do it every day all in there you know and things just come out fully written almost entirely and then other times you have to work at it um but i feel like it's like a muscle kind of like a, a process which you get better at you know yeah perfect okay so my last question to you and it's really cliche but i've been asking everybody where's your ideal space to perform well, yeah, Wembley would be incredible, Madison Square Garden. I mean, I guess I've played at the theatre, which is the smaller bit of it, but, you know, playing the actual... Man no, actually, I'll stick with Wembley Stadium. What kind of setup would you have at Wembley Stadium? <laughs> Just bring my carrier bag of pedals along. <laughs> yes, perfect, perfect. Um, yeah, I, I... What kind of setup is in gear-wise? Setup or, set or um, musician-wise as well? Would it be a I big ensemble? I think if, I, if I had this in a nightmare, if I had it in a dream, it would be just, you know, four-piece. It's always going to be a four-piece rock band for me, I think. I'm not really into... I don't know, it's just kind of like that's kind of the traditional rock band setup that I've always been in. But uh, my nightmare, I guess, would be being up there with a keyboard in Ableton and having the <laughs> tracks go out. That would suck. Um, yeah, that's, you know, that I think I'd, 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 I'd definitely be playing guitar. Let's put it like that. I love that answer. Thank you so much. Listen in to Mark's band's new single, Bombay by Lost Lion. Take me there tonight and we won't come back. Hide from all the pain and the confusion. Open up your mind and we'll both scream. Tell me you believe me. Tell me that you care. Say you'll always need me. Say you will be there. Forever, only you and I, living for the moment until we die.
Sound and music are everywhere. Explore the sounds in this piece to create your own production. Head to audiofrom.space. Drop your email in the mailing list and you'll be sent a pack of the rhythm sounds used in this piece. See ya.